This is the Roast and Reason podcast. Join your host, Andrew Boyer, as we explore the world of specialty coffee. So grab a cup of your favorite coffee and let's dive in. Welcome to Roast and Reason. Welcome, 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 everybody. Today, we're going to have a short and sweet episode of the podcast. One of the perks of running Roast and Reason is that I get to try a lot of really great coffees. And occasionally, I want to share what I discover, especially when a coffee surprises me or I really like it or I feel like it's a really great example of, say, a great Ethiopian coffee. I want to share those examples and those recommendations to you guys. And that is exactly what I'm going to do on today's episode. A while back, several months ago now, I created a list of five coffees to try and gave it away to anybody that signed up for the email list on roastandreason.com. Some of those recommendations aren't available anymore. And that's the thing about specialty coffee. It's seasonal, and it's often produced in very limited quantities. So remember, coffee's a fruit or more precisely, the seed of a fruit tree. So just like the produce at your local farmer's market, coffee is seasonal. And at least good coffee is seasonal. And many specialty coffee roasters offer certain coffees, single origin coffees, in limited production runs. And they focus on obtaining the best and freshest and most seasonal coffee around. So that means they occasionally run out of specific coffees. And so you really can't fall in love with a specific coffee in the specialty coffee world because it may not be around forever. So I updated the list and I've created a new and improved and updated list of five can't-miss coffee recommendations. I'm going to talk about two of them here on the podcast today. If you want the other recommendations, the other three on the list, head over to roastandreason.com and sign up for the email list comes up as a pop-up. It's also on the sidebar. And don't worry, I hardly ever bother you with emails. I don't email the list unless there's something worthwhile to talk about or to suggest uh, or to bring to your attention. So you won't get constant emails from me. You will be on the list to be one of the first people to receive any new recommendations that come out in the future or any new announcements from me. But regardless, I have two totally freebie recommendations that I'm going to talk about today on the podcast, and so let's get right to them, shall we? And the first recommendation today combines one of my favorite specialty coffee roasters and one of my favorite coffee growing regions. And the great thing here is that they're both kind of hidden gems. Carrier Roasting Company is a small coffee roaster from the small town of Northfield, Vermont. I've talked about them before on the podcast in my Best of Vermont Coffee episode. And these guys may not be a a widely known player in the specialty coffee world yet. But don't let their small size or their humble Vermont roots fool you here. Carrier is legit. They remind me of, of several larger companies in the coffee world Uh, Names like Heart Coffee, Black Oak, or even Onyx Coffee Lab. And I know that's really high praise because those three coffee producers are big name, well-known, have a lot of awards under their belt. But I really feel that Carrier has the chops to stand up to basically anybody in the business. 
I've never had a bad coffee from these guys ever. They source really excellent coffee and roast it perfectly. And a great example of this is their coffee from Burundi, specifically the Masumba Hill region of Burundi. If I had to pick my favorite hidden gem of a coffee growing region, the region that's producing some really amazing coffee right now, but not getting a lot of love, my vote would go to Burundi. This African country doesn't have the name recognition and certainly doesn't get the love that Ethiopia and Kenya do. But I'm telling you, Burundi is producing some of the best, most delicious coffee in the world right now. And Carrier Coffee's Burundi is no exception at all. This is a pretty classic African coffee that has that classic acidity that you'd expect from most African coffees. And that acidity is complemented with what I get, flavors of orange blossom and honey and a little bit of raisin thrown in. It's a really, really nice, delicious coffee. Carrier Coffee sources this specific Burundi coffee from an entity known as Long Miles Coffee Project. In case you haven't heard of Long Miles before, it's the work of the Carlson family. The Carlsons are a small American family who up and moved to Burundi with their young children. And there they work with local coffee farmers to produce some really amazing coffee. Truly amazing family, amazing vision and dream that they had, amazing story. Uh, I think you're going to start to see a lot more of their coffee pop up. I've started to see a lot more of it um, being sold in some of the specialty coffee roasters that I really like and respect. So if you're curious about Long Miles Coffee Project at all, I'd encourage you to check out their website for more information. It's www.longmilescoffeeproject.com. They have a nice breakdown of their story and kind of the work that they're doing in Burundi. Really incredible story. So my first recommendation is Burundi Masumba Hill from Carrier Roasting Company. Let's move on to coffee number two, shall we? So coffee from different growing regions around the world tends to have a classic characteristic taste. For example, a washed processed Ethiopian coffee classically has this delicate tea-like quality with frequent floral and citrus flavors. On the other hand, a classic Kenyan coffee has much more of a thick, savory, red wine or almost tomato soup quality to it and often has dark berry or black currant flavors. Very different characteristics of those two coffees in Africa. And it's a bit like music. Imagine listening to a classic rock station on the radio and a less well-known song comes on. And I bet if you grew up listening to classic rock like I did, you're probably going to be able to make an educated guess on the band, even if you've never heard the song before. Was it the Eagles or Boston or Bob Seger or maybe Zeppelin? All of those bands we lump together in this broad category of classic rock now. So they're all classic rock, but each of those bands has a unique and characteristic sound to them. And the same is true for coffee from these different regions. But continuing that music analogy, once in a while a musician or a band will try something different, sometimes something dramatically different than they have done before. If you need an example, 
How about listening to Taylor Swift's first album next to her most recent one? And I cannot believe I just dropped Taylor Swift's name on my podcast. I don't know what's wrong with me. Anyway, you get the point. So my point is all of these rules or these norms or characteristics, they serve a purpose, but they're also made to be broken. And Indonesia coffees, like coffees from Sumatra and Sulawesi, have a norm. Coffees from this region of the world are processed in a unique way that's called wet-hulled or semi-washed processing method. Almost no other coffee-growing region in the world processes coffee this same way. And this unique processing method, along with the local growing conditions, combine to produce a pretty unique and classic flavor characteristic. Indonesian coffees tend to have a full body with some woody or earthy or jungly flavors. It's pretty tough to find these kinds of flavors in basically any other coffee other than Indonesian coffees. And on the other hand, it's pretty rare when an Indonesian coffee breaks these rules. But my second recommendation for you today does just that. Cafe Lux is a small artisan coffee roaster and shop in the Los Angeles area. They have multiple different coffee shops in the LA area now. And they offer a coffee from Indonesia, specifically Sulawesi, called Tokaro Jaya. This coffee tastes nothing like any other Sulawesi or Sumatra or Indonesian coffee I've ever tried before. I actually tasted this one blind, meaning I didn't know what it was. It came as part of an Angel's Cup shipment a couple months ago. And I've talked about Angel's Cup before on the podcast. They are a coffee subscription service that sends you coffees that are only marked by a number. So you don't know what it is. You don't know the roaster that it came from or the growing region or the tasting notes that the roaster tells you that you should taste until afterwards. Or if you want to peek, you can peek beforehand, but that kind of defeats the purpose. So I tasted this one blind and I could have sworn this was another African coffee. Probably not an Ethiopian, but maybe another Burundi coffee or a coffee from Rwanda or something, but not Indonesian. Gone are the earthy and woody notes that are classic in Indonesian coffees. And instead, it's a much more acidic and fruity flavor. So the flavor notes I get are honey and raisin and some baking spices. The folks at Angel's Cup suggested the flavor note of oatmeal raisin cookie, and I think they're spot on here. I think that's really what this tastes like in retrospect. And so rules are meant to be broken, right? And Sulawesi Tokaro Jaya from Cafe Lux is a delicious rule breaker. It's definitely worth a try. And if you are in the mood for some extra credit, here's what I'd recommend that you do. If this coffee sounds like one that you might like to try, grab a bag of it and then grab a bag of a traditional semi-washed processed coffee from Sumatra. You're likely to find one at your local coffee shop. Uh, if need be, you can certainly go get a uh, Starbucks Sumatra uh, and taste them side by side. The Starbucks is going to throw you a little bit because it's going to be a darker roast. But if you taste them side by side, you're really going to get and highlight the differences here. This does not taste like any Indonesian coffee I've ever tasted before. All right, everybody. 
There you have it, the two freebie coffee recommendations that I have for you today. Super short to the point episode. Um, I'm going to link to both of those um, coffees in the show notes on roastandreason.com. So definitely look into them and try them out. Uh, I'll also link to Long Miles Coffee Project website in the show notes. So if you are curious to find out more about that company, check that out as well. And I'd encourage you, if you haven't already, go on to roastandreason.com, sign up for the email list. Uh, If you do, you'll get an email back with a PDF of five total recommendations, including the two that we talked about on this episode, as well as three other great coffees that I'm, I'm really loving right now. And I will see all of you guys back in another two weeks. Thank you all for listening and thank you all for your support. Without you guys, I would literally be sitting here talking to myself and that would be a whole lot less fun and rewarding. So thank you guys. Take care, everybody, and I will see you soon.